Welcome to Ensemble Sports Talk. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Won't be happy? Eat a steak. Man, woman, and child did that! Put them in the aisle! Get the lingerie off the deck! Welcome back, everybody, to Ensemble Sports Talk. Uh, it's been a minute, but uh, a lot of things happened in the world. Pretty much the entire planet got a disease. Um, two of us are now, one of us is about to finish grad school. The other one's halfway through grad school. Thank you very much. And then uh, Jared here is working on his teaching practicum. And yeah, our, our, our fourth member is... Uh, currently trying to buy a house so a lot of stuff's been going on but it's good to be back yeah it's quite good it's been way too long some might say yeah i was gonna say we've we've yeah just a lot of stuff going on with some some very interesting scheduling stuff but uh so today is march 18th of 2021 also known as the first day of the ncaa tournament so first episode back we're gonna go through the first four is currently happening to give you a very specific time frame, Michigan State is currently beating UCLA in the first half of a play-in game for an 11 seed in the East region. Uh, we're going to run through the bracket today, make our picks for every game. Not going to get hunkered down too long on any one game, but we're going to talk about, as we go through, we'll identify our favorites, some sleepers, underrated teams, people we think are a little bit too hyped up, Houston uh and then uh yeah by the end we will each have our national champion picked and uh what we want to do is we're gonna after every two rounds we're gonna do quick pod just do a reaction to all the games break down our brackets how we're looking so far and uh maybe assess where we're at going forward from there so next episode will be uh live coverage from us well I guess Live, live coverage ish. when we li- live ish. We'll we're, we'll be recording it live, but uh, it will be after the fact for the round of sixty four and round of thirty two. You know, for being off for three months, man, I could not come up with a better intro to that. That was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, people have told me that I have a good voice for radio. Uh, Who does you that? A uh, guy I work with. And then, oh, wow. both, and then both of my parents, but that might just be more out of love and the fact that I'm their son than anything else. Um, that very much could be. But that one of our friends did tell me though that I have a very nice voice to listen to. I'll be honest, that was not me, folks. No, it was, was not. not, it, was not it was not Jared. It was not Jared. It was not anybody who does the pod. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, so to just get this this thing started. Yeah, Where do you want to go? West, let's just fly. east, south, uh, Midwest. Let's just take it. Uh, let's just take a clockwise, starting with Gonzaga. Let's go west, south, uh, midwest, and then east. All right. All right. I mean, I feel... Shoehorn it in for Gonzaga? Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga easy. Yeah, if Gonzaga loses, I, I, I will give everyone who listens to this a million dollars. You hear that, people? That's That's called incentive. And just so you guys know, I don't have a million dollars. No, he'd have listeners. to take out some some big time loans. So I'd go in debt, very very in debt, and that's how much confidence I have in Gonzaga okay. winning. Just get a credit, just get a line of credit and put it on that. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. 
Um, next game already though, significantly more interesting and even Oklahoma, Missouri. I have not watched barely any Missouri basketball this year, and I maybe watched like three Oklahoma games. And the only thing I could comment on is Oklahoma has Larry Bird 2.0, and this is not based off his basketball <laughs> skill. This is just based off him being a lengthy white guy that has a mop for hair, very long, very straight, and then he has the little uh, blonde mustache. So for that reason, I got to pick Oklahoma. I'm going Oklahoma as well. Um, Overall record, not amazing. They had a run there midseason where they were just absolutely on fire. Yeah, and, and they, they just beat, like Texas. Yeah, they they couldn't yeah. lose. They they couldn't lose. Here's some of their. Uh, they beat Kansas. They beat Alabama. Uh, they beat West Virginia twice. They split with Texas. That being said, they lost two times to Oklahoma State in the span of a week. Texas Tech beat them both times they played. They played Baylor once and they lost by fifteen. And swinging back to Kansas, they beat Kansas once, lost to them twice. So they can beat good teams, but they're equally capable of losing to them. They're uh, Oklahoma reminds me a lot of a team that uh, one of the games we might talk about the most is North Carolina, Wisconsin, just because there's a lot to we have a, we we have we have opinions on Wisconsin. Um, and Oklahoma they might not be the greatest. Yeah, Oklahoma reminds me a lot of Wisconsin. They are capable of beating anybody. It just kind of depends on what team shows up that day. Um, But that being said, Missouri beat Illinois by three. They beat Alabama. They beat Arkansas, but lost to them twice. They split with Tennessee. They beat Florida. They're both inconsistent. Oklahoma's 15 and 10, Missouri 16 and 9. So you really don't know what team's going to show up to play. Yeah, you're really just rolling the dice on this one. Um, I'm, I I'm going to take Oklahoma. Same. Um, all right, next game. Th- this might be the most popular you upset pick in the draft. Yes, B. I think I just said the draft. That's just not what this is. Uh, in the tournament. The Gaucho. UCSB has a lot of hype. I, I, I think, f- for me, I, I there's two... There, there's three teams going into this, uh, going into the tournament that I think are overhyped, and Santa Barbara's one of them. That doesn't have to do. They have really good players. They have really good players. It, it's more of it falls into the who have they actually really played? They haven't beaten anybody inside the top seventy-five of the NAT rankings, and Creighton is wildly inconsistent. But if Creighton plays a good game, they won't lose. True. And I'll be honest, guys. I don't watch West Coast basketball. <laughs> that I can I can as as the as the one person who who is part of this podcast who watches West Coast basketball because I'm up that late doing homework. I can vouch for that I am the only one who watches it. But as a as a Nebraska born and bred. Cornhusker fan and basketball wise I'm not the greatest or biggest Creighton Blue Jays fan no you're uh 
I might have to pull for the upset this week. I was going to say with basketball, well, I think, with basketball, I think Creighton's going to win. <laughs> well, what a divisive pick. Get wrecked. Yeah, I was going to say. I, was I had say, you here, guys. Here, you're, you're one or the other for basketball. You're Creighton or Nebraska. You cannot be. Uh, you're not both. If you're, uh, as we say right here, if you're a Jaysker, that's, uh, that's frowned upon. Yeah. So uh, I'm picking the uh, the upset that week, and I want Creighton to advance. Yeah, roll damn Jays, baby. Um, so this, let's say the next game, another very popular I, upset pick. Let's say might I, have the most interesting interesting upset pick just because we've seen Virginia absolutely lay eggs before. Yeah, Colossal. but then they've also they won the ACC. And then they won the so yeah lose to a 16 seed when they're the one the next year they come back and win the national title. What? Yeah, I. It's just so weird. Virginia lost to Gonzaga by 25 early in the season, and then Florida State beat them by 20. I, 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 but Ohio will have the best player on the court yes that's that's just a fact ohio will have a best player on the on on, on the court i don't know why to inform uh, to inform the audience tim not because i don't know his name just because i like you to give the audience some knowledge who is this certain player from ohio? i have to look it up because i forgot his name i was looking at i i shouldn't forget his name this is bad radio because I was reading about him earlier today. There's been all sorts of talk. Um, Jason Preston, that's his name. I kept wanting to say uh, Justin Robinson, but that was the guard from Monmouth, right? Like f- four yeah, years, like ago? years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so not at all, not at all the right person. Um, yeah, Jason Preston, who's a junior averaging 16 and a half a game. 7.2 assists per game. Um, but the thing people forget is Ohio played Illinois third game of the season this year at Illinois. They lost by two. So they're I not, actually did not know that. Yes, that is an extremely under-the-radar fact about Ohio. And again, I'll read you, I'll read you some of his uh, point totals. Let's say it, but don't get it twisted. Ohio was the fifth seed in was, the MAC tournament. They, they finished. Bro. They finished fifth in the MAC. They are wildly inconsistent. But he went for thirty-one points, eight assists, six rebounds, in a two-point road loss at number eight Illinois, third game of the season. And that is his highest scoring total of the season. He his his best game of the season, excluding the some of the triple doubles. His best game of the season came against the best competition they played. So he's capable of turning it on when he needs to. Um, it, it's so, just the thing is, is it's like, it's Virginia. <laughs> and so it's like, is he going to be that capable when it comes to playing the pack line? Because like Virginia doesn't, Virginia shoots a lot of threes this year. But a lot of that is because Jay Huff, their big guy, 
is a good outside shooter. So they're even their center pulls the trigger from from range. So their inside game isn't as prominent as it has been previously. Um, but I mean, they still defend. So with all that being said, Tim, who you take? I am gonna take. Ooh. I'm taking Virginia. I'm saving my upset picks for later. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking Virginia because the way they built, the way they're built, and the way they play defense holds up way, way better in one-off games. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Sorry, are, are so you I, uh, are you Virginia I, as well? Yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember if I if I uh, said who I wanted to pick or not, but yes, I no. did. I did have Virginia advancing. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, next up in the six eleven game. We have one of my underrated teams, uh, USC, playing 11-seeded Drake, who beat Wichita State by one point in a play-in game. Did you think, does knowing that Drake won, does that persuade you to pick Drake over USC now? No, because I thought they were going to win. Okay. Because Drake is, as far as mid-majors go, Drake is extremely good. Um, so the reason I'm not playing or picking Drake one is because they kind of low key got bodied. The two the two games I watched was versus uh, Loyola Chicago. Yeah, and they low key kind of low key got bodied by Loyola Chicago. Oh yeah, the Missouri Valley Championship game. Yeah, it was Yikes. not. I say yeah, they did. They split with Loyola Chicago in the regular season, but but yeah. Mo Valley title, Mo Valley title game is a little kind of, eh. and as people and that who are reason, from Mo Valley country, I, I I say we're 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 we're, we're familiar with uh, I say we're, we're familiar with Missouri Valley brand of basketball. It doesn't quite translate that well to the tournament. No, unless you're Wichita State one year, who just decided yeah. to play the greatest basketball I've ever seen, or. Uh, Loyola. Yeah, what? Four years? Three years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, I say. Yeah, so I got USC, guys. I, I have I have USC as well, if for any other reason, Evan Mobley. That dude's so good, he's going to be a top five draft pick. He's amazing. Yeah, People just don't know who he is because they don't stay up till 10.30 to watch games. Facts. Not, right. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Uh, all right, Kansas and Eastern Washington in the three fourteen game. I feel like this uh, is straightforward. Yeah, we're going Kansas. Easy, easy pick for Kansas. All right, all right. No more right. need to talk about that one. Oregon VCU. I have Oregon. I think Oregon's very underrated for the same reason as USC. I just don't think a lot of people have gotten eyes on them this year. Same. I agree. Um, Dana Altman. They got Bethel. He's done a really good job at Oregon. His teams are good. I would agree. Um, VCU I is solid, but... Eh. I watched... So the two games that made me decide this game was when Oregon played Oregon State in the regular season. Granted, Oregon State won in the uh, big or Pac-10 championship. Or Pac-12. Yeah. But Oregon, Oregon just dominated Oregon State a tournament team in the last game of the year. So two VCU looked bad versus the Bonnies. Yeah, St. Bonaventure's good. St. Bonaventure's good. 
so for that, that's the that's why that was this was another toss up game. So that's why I decided to pick Oregon over VCU. Alrighty, now to the uh, the two fifteen game, two seed Iowa against uh, the fifteen my alma mater, fifteen seeded Grand Canyon. Also, another member of the pod, Wayne, his alma mater as well. Wayneers. Uh, Shout out to you, bud. Yeah, so very clear who Wayne and I are both hoping wins that game, but I just don't I don't think that's going to happen, even though shout out to Alessandro, our center. Um, <laughs> best of luck, my man. Maybe he listens to the pot. I got, I got, I got Iowa. Yeah, that, and this is another game in which I, you know. I was going to say, I don't I, see I, Iowa losing. Even though I'd love Iowa to lose, like, don't get me wrong. Iowa sports, <laughs> I am not a big fan of at all. Might be um, a little obvious. But even at that, th- I just don't see them losing with the probably the best player, in my opinion, in college basketball. Or yeah. the best stat stuffer in college basketball. That might be a better way to put it. Because um, li- listen to these. Uh, here are like the big games I always played. Gonzaga beat them by 11. I will give Gonzaga a bone and say they were up by 20 for most of that game. True. Um, they split with Ohio State. They lost to Michigan by 20. Illinois beat them twice. They beat Wisconsin three times. They beat Purdue by 15. They won at Maryland by 22. They beat North Carolina by 13. Grand Canyon's two best opponents they played this year because the WAC WAC is not a great basketball conference. Normally, New Mexico State dominates. New Mexico State had a down year. Um, Grand Canyon has good players. They're talented. It's just they're not nearly on the same level as Iowa. They lost to Colorado by 10, and then Arizona State beat them by a two, third or fourth oh. game of the year. Not bad. Um, and Arizona State has like three guys that are going to be in the NBA next year. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the Sorry. Grand Canyon has... There's a shot. I say Grand Canyon has players capable of playing a game good enough to win. It's just Iowa is probably too good for that to happen. Yeah. I was going to say, this This just seems like one of those that Garza, Luke Garza is just going to dominate the game, and he's probably going to go for like 30 and 20. Yeah, or uh, Weisskamp. That dude's good. Weiskamp? Yeah, Weisskamp. Yeah. That, guy's, that guy's good. See, the, uh, just, just to throw it out there, guys. The game, a game I'm interested in is circle it. Oregon versus Iowa. If that happens and Oregon wins, that to me, <laughs> or might be the, might be the first like major major upset in the tournament. Just throwing it out there, guys. We'll get back to that later. All right. But on that note, I think this is another game in which we don't need to know, or we know the outcome of Texas Southern and uh, Michigan. The Mount- but yeah, I, I yeah. no way Michigan loses this, no, right? Even no, without livers, no, 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 way. no. I mean, I mean, man, they're yeah, no. Um, all right, LSU St. Bonaventure. I have St. Bonaventure. They're really good, and LSU plays terrible defense. Yeah, I was gonna say, LSU gave Alabama a great game, and they beat Arkansas twice. But they play bad defense. 
This is the first game in which I think I I'm gonna disagree with you on. I in in a couple of the this is one of those games I was divided on filling out like my brackets, but I I, I think my more definitive opinion it goes leans towards Saint Bonaventure, but I I understand where you're coming from. As I said, they looked good in the Atlantic 10 championship game. They looked really good. Yeah. Um, but I just, I watched LSU versus, LSU's got athleticism. And I think, yeah. you know, it, for me, in a one-off game, I think athleticism plays a big factor. Um, Not always, not always. But uh, so, as I say, and because of that, <laughs> I think I just, I you know, I'll I'll be wrong on that when I say athleticism plays a big role. I'll be I'll be willfully wrong, but I I got, I'm going with LSU. I was gonna say I can uh, I can uh, counter your point on uh, athleticism. I'll say that St. Bonaventure has God on their side. Um, <laughs> oh. ah, yeah, in, invoke invoke a higher power here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, LSU is definitely, in terms of like, uh, as you said, athleticism and bigger bodies and all that stuff. LSU has them. It's just for me. It's just God, their defense is bad. Yeah. Um. Speak, as I said, speaking of a team with God on their side, Tim. This next game is quite interesting. Yeah, Georgetown it is. Versus Colorado. It is. Georgetown is like the darling upset pick because they're absolutely on fire right now. Uh, well, people keep layoff. seeming to people keep seeming to forget that they played like garbage for most of the year. Um, I think I don't think they're going to win. I have Colorado because Georgetown Same. is just like I, they're so weird. Because they took two out of three against Creighton, one out of three against Villanova. Connecticut beat them twice. They lost to Syracuse. They took two out of three against Seton Hall. They beat Xavier. And West Virginia beat them by nine. It's like they are clearly capable of beating very good, talented teams. But sometimes they just can't get out of their own way, and they look so bad. I would agree. But, like, at the same time, it's like props to them. Like they just won four games won in four days, game. and, and and it wasn't like some other teams where they had like no contest games. Like they they had to earn them. Yeah, they beat Villanova the only, top two. I'd say the only the only thing you could maybe you could maybe take away from them is the fact that it was Villanova without Colin Gillespie. But even then, Villanova without Colin Gillespie is a much better team than Georgetown. Yeah, and as I say, I think if if this tournament was last week or. I think this layoff like a week. Yeah, yeah. I it, think it's one of those where they had to strike iron when it was hot. Yeah, and they're going to cool off. Last week, I thought, oh, maybe they could pull it off just because they're playing really well. And I think a week off is going to cool them down a little. Yeah, cause, and people mentioned the Kemba Walker UConn team that won Not five good. and five in the Big East tournament, and then caught and then and then won in the tournament. People forget so that team was a three seed, and they were ranked. Going into the postseason, the Big East and, back then was, and the Big East back then was so good, almost twice the size it is now. With and top to bottom, top ten, top yeah, to bottom, the teams. UConn was the nine seed, but they were still a top twenty-five team. Yeah, 
That tells you how good the conference. That tells you how good the Big East was. And and like that was was that a semifinal or a quarterfinal game when they, he hit the shot against Pittsburgh? Because that wasn't everybody oh. thinks that's the Big East. People forget that wasn't the Big East championship game because they had I, to go win more games after that. I am I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I thought it was like a quarterfinal game. Like it was just a. It was like one of their first games in the tournament, and then he just decided to, hey, I'm going to break this dude's legs, and I'm just going to make the bucket. I think it was that a, was a it, it, it was a quarterfinal game. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, everyone remembers that, but they forget that, oh, yeah, they needed to win three more after that game to take it, and they did. So we both got Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, we both, uh, both have Colorado. They beat Pittsburgh, then they beat Syracuse, in the semifinal, and then they uh, they beat Louisville in the championship game. But they had to beat Connecticut. I was gonna say they were ranked twenty first, and they beat DePaul. Then they beat number twenty two Georgetown. Then they beat number three Pitt, top overall seed in the conference. Then they beat number eleven Syracuse. Then they beat number fourteen Louisville. It's like they beat better teams than who Georgetown just beat. And they're also a, they were a better team than Georgetown is. Also, they had Kemba Walker. Yeah, they also had Kemba Walker. Georgetown doesn't have Kemba Georgetown Walker doesn't have anybody like that. Player. Granted, they couldn't miss. They literally couldn't miss a shot the whole Big East tournament. They were amazing. It's just not going to happen. No, they're. I think they're luck uh, running out. Um. Yeah, Colorado. All right. So, I next think- game. I don't want to like just assume, but I think we pretty much have the same. Like, yeah, and I was going to say, right? yeah, and and uh, you you know because you hear me talk about them how much I love Florida State. Yeah, depth. it's a lot, guys. It's, it's a one lot. one word depth. They they play like eleven guys get average like double digit minutes for them. It's like like Florida State, Virginia. And I I don't really know how many other teams like their playing styles fit one off games like this so well because like you play that many guys you do that still in the tournament foul trouble does not exist for you because everybody plays like like people are just used to rotating in and out everybody scores everybody plays defense they all every, everybody does everything like there is no drop off really between your first and second unit because you don't really actually have like a tangible first and second unit because there's like so much change in the lineup from game to game and, and florida they, state has they have good players oh i thought you were gonna say something else i was gonna say they have well, jared's they, favorite thing in one-off games that we just mentioned earlier they are athletic. Oh, they are insanely athletic. Scotty Barnes, man. Oh. So uh, I am also picking Florida State. That's a pretty oh, yeah. obvious pick. Um, well, that's next one. Sorry. I say Leonard Hamilton. I, I just what a what a that dude what a, needs to be in the Hall of Fame of coaching. What maybe the most underrated college coach in the last uh, however many decades. That guy's amazing. Uh, yeah. On to the next. I'm going upset here. Just so you can get some uh this will help you make your pick, maybe or not. Michigan State is winning forty four to thirty three versus UCLA currently. I right have I, I I picked this as an upset 
I didn't think it mattered much who won the play-in game. I think both teams are better than BYU. I would agree, but Um, I did think Michigan State was going to beat UCLA. Yes, I agree. So I was banking it off of Michigan Sparty winning. Yeah, and, and Michigan State, they ripped off some good wins. They're a good. They, they had four straight or three straight wins versus Iowa, Illinois, Ohio State in like back to back weeks. Yeah, tell me how many teams are going to do that. Michigan State yeah. remind uh, them, and uh, Duke I thought were similar. Really, really they talented rosters. They just couldn't put it together. Michigan no, or, or, or Michigan State they 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 found a rhythm at the end at the very end of the season like last two weeks Michigan State really got it going Duke did not um, but is this not classic Izzo? Well, that I oh, said that's the thing gonna, playing their best basketball at the right time. We're just gonna struggle throughout the whole season. Oh, but then at the end of the year we're actually gonna play our best basketball and actually be a really good team. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, just so you guys get another reference of how hot and cold Michigan State is. Nebraska almost beat um, Michigan State, and Nebraska was an eight-win team this year in basketball. Nine yeah, se- seven or eight. So they aren't good. No, they're bad. And they're bad. they they almost beat them. So, all right, they're seven. Sorry, less than what I. Oh, God. <laughs> um. All right uh, the the three fourteen game. Do you have Abilene Christian? No. Are you feeling upset? Neither I'm really not. <laughs> I I hate I hate to break the hearts of the people, but I I got yeah, I got Texas. There's just no way. I I shouldn't say no way. There is no. I just don't see a way Texas loses this game, even though I hate Texas. Sorry, all the Texas fans out there. Please listen to our podcast. All right. But I apologize. Um, next game though is much more interesting. Oh, this is obvious. Uh, yeah, we we have uh, seven seed UConn, ten seed Maryland. We 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 have Maryland, Jared's pride and joy, um, facing Very off against uh, it is Connecticut. Who every time they're in the tournament, I have one bracket where I pick them to win. Because is this it? Is this gonna be <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That that bracket's in my family's bracket pool. Uh, I was gonna say I, 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 I gotta go Maryland. Oh, I, say, I think this is one of the only games where you can argue as much for either team as you want. It's still kind of just a fifty-fifty. Yeah, and the only, as I say, the only reason why I'm picking Maryland is not because they're one of my favorite teams. That might play a, actually a factor into it. But just because they, they play in the Big Ten. And as yeah. we know this year, the Big Ten basketball is insanely good. So if you think about it, Maryland this year, Michigan State this year, if they're in another conference, they they realistically could be a 6-5 seed. Yeah, we're going to. Where that that's going to get talked about again in like five minutes when we talk about Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, well, so that for that reason, I think I think Maryland wins the game. I have UConn. Um, just because I think UConn has players that are more capable of just 
making something like like they're more reliable in terms of they're going to show up and they're going to play well. Maryland. That, that is Maryland's downfall. They don't yeah, yeah. have the dude this year. They're just inconsistent. But the thing is, is down the stretch though, they everybody they played didn't matter who it was. Cream of the crop in the Big Ten. Maryland gave them hell. Yeah, as I say, they're like Michigan State. They are, if they play well, they can beat anyone. But it's a matter of playing that well. Yeah. And they just didn't put a full season together. Which, yeah, okay. I mean, they lost a lot from last year's team. I, I will still say this. I know you guys didn't know this. But if the NCAA tournament happened last year, Maryland's team last year, they were good. I thought could they were, actually win a national title. They and were that good. is the first time I truly thought a Maryland team in my 14, 15, 16 years of fandom thought that they could win a title realistically but do i put them to win a title every year yes because you never know it's a great feeling when your team does win a title um yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right alabama and iona yo the rick rick patino man come on give him some give him some credit you know you know city you know i I'm kidding. I'm not. I was, I, I was gonna say I'm not inclined to give Rick Pitino any credit because Iona is routinely the best team in their conference, and he's an True. amazing head coach. But they're not gonna win. No, I, I no. Um, all right, to the south. Alabama has uh, too much athleticism. <laughs> well, that in Alabama shoots the three amazingly well. Um, is that- a lot of Bama basketball because Alabama SEC. does the uh, they do the Villanova strat uh, threes and layups. Oh, and you, you know, combine that you, you combine that with really good players and a talented roster, and you're you're going to go far. Yeah, uh, this is also another obvious obvious pick in my mind. Uh, yeah, but we're going south, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, it's Baylor versus Hartford, folks. Yeah, Baylor um, by a mile. Yeah. Um. Now this is now now yeah now this folks. this might be the game we talk about more than any other game, at least for the first round. Um, hold on, I gotta I gotta burp. I'm gonna do that off mic, so f- please please fill some space for me. Uh yeah, so I'll, I'll start talking about North Carolina, Wisconsin, and I feel like we have to first just talk about Wisconsin because I've watched them the most. Do I think Wisconsin's going to win this game? I'll be honest, no. <laughs> the reason I say that is because I base this off of the 7-22 and 22 Nebraska basketball team this oh. year. Yeah. Wisconsin was only up by two and a half, and Nebraska legitimately gave them all they could handle until the last 10 minutes of the game. And this is to a team that won seven games this year. And two... One thing I heard Greg Gard say is like, yeah, why was last year different than this year? He's like, this year the seniors just didn't didn't gel together as they did last year. And to me, that's very alarming. If your senior players who, when you have a senior predominant team, are not gelling together. Nate Reavers overrated, question mark? Not even question mark, Tim. <laughs> Point. Well, because he was supposed to be the. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was supposed to be the guy after uh, Hap. Hap. 
Yeah, he was, and then he's not the dude. <laughs> yeah. Because he is obviously better than me because I'm not playing Division <laughs> I basketball. That's yeah, he's also great. over six feet tall. Hey, I'm six foot, okay? On a good day. Um, Don't listen to him, folks. He's lying. Uh, uh, but yeah, back to basketball. Nate Reavers did not pan out like Ethan Happ and or our big... Uh, uh, our friend, not our friend, we don't actually know him, but Big Tank, Frank Kaminsky. Because I believe those were two back-to-back years. Frank Kaminsky, then Ethan Happ, and now Reavers. And um, Reavers has not panned out. I know career-wise, yes, they were back-to-back because Kaminsky was 2015. And, and then, then Happ was there after him. Um, they, there there were the years in between where Nigel Hayes was the guy. Was Nigel Hayes really the guy? No. They were bad. Um, you know who I always say was my favorite Wisconsin player on that team? Bronson Koenig. That dude. That dude. That guy could knock down a shot. A, whenever you needed a game-winning shot, you give him the ball yeah. and he'll hit. Um, um, yeah, but no, I have North Carolina winning that game. Okay. I have Wisconsin purely for the reason that North Carolina's they might be the most incons- wildly inconsistent team in the field. Um, if they're if if their guards show up, specifically Caleb Love, uh, they're amazing and they're one of the best teams in the country, just top to bottom talent wise. They can beat anybody. Uh, there's you you cannot say with any certainty that that's going to happen, and you really don't know until the game starts uh, what North Carolina team is going to show up. The one thing that is a guarantee with every North Carolina team year in year out. Big guys and rebounding. That's Wisconsin's strength. Um, but that yeah. I was going to say, but Wisconsin basically owns the patent on playing the grit and grind in college. They're not exciting to watch. They will bore you to death. They'll score 61 points and win. Um, <laughs> Demetri Trice will take half their shots. Um... But but then you look up and it's fifty six to fifty two with four minutes left and you're just like oh my god this is ugly. <laughs> um, I was gonna say you could tell I their I their play style is just aesthetically so just not pleasing. I hate watching them. Like I can appreciate that they 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 know what they're good at and they commit to it. I can appreciate that. But my god. Watching Wisconsin play basketball is just so... Ah, it's so ugly. But don't worry, Tim. They have our favorite basketball player of the past, like, 17 years, Davidson. No, they don't. No, they don't. I hate that guy. Nah, dude. He's your favorite. We all know Uh, that. No. And he just happens to be there every year, and this is, like, his 17th year of playing college ball. Yeah, he's the Wisconsin version of Perry Ellis. Um... (laughs) But doesn't look, he at least doesn't look like he's yeah no no he's not he's not balding with the the goatee of a thirty five year old teacher, um. So he yeah he he at least looks like he's still in college. Um, I have Wisconsin though, and and I'm I'm gonna throw him a bone because as we talked about with Maryland, they're in the Big Ten, easily the best conference in the country. True. I mean, you look at who they played, and it, it doesn't look great. They're seventeen and twelve. They were ranked for most of the year, even though their record was crap. 
Michigan beat them twice. Illinois beat them twice. Iowa beat them three times. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Purdue. They split with Maryland, for the love of God. Um, So you're saying the best teams in the Big Ten they lost to. Yeah, they couldn't beat them. But the thing is, is those games, like, Wisconsin doesn't get run out of the gym really by anybody. Or if they do, you can really count on that to not happen anytime soon after that. Like, like they, they just, everything is close. I, I would count them in that, in that Virginia mold where like they just slowed the game down and controlled the tempo so much and it's so half-court based that, that they, they, can, they can shorten the game and put themselves in it even if talent-wise and on paper, they're not the better team. Um. <clears throat> That and you know maybe Demetri Trice comes out, hits a couple shots, has a great game. Micah Potter hits a couple threes. Nate Reavers does something. Um, I Wisconsin can surprise you, and and it's like they 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 might finally be glad to be like finally get to play games outside of the Big Ten where they can kind of flex the muscle a bit, or they're just gonna zombie walk through this and get smoked. Well, yeah, I was gonna say see. I think any other team besides North Carolina, I think you could pick Wisconsin. Yeah, North Carolina. This is just such a tough. The, North Carolina the, 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 the is literally you can't flex the muscle on no, them. No, their best players are, are their big guys, tier. and they have like thirty of them. Yeah, so I'm like that for that reason. I'm like, oh, Wisconsin can't play, or they can play like they want to, but that's not gonna like deter North Carolina because they play the same way. So Yeah. Uh, I say Wisconsin has the better guard play in terms of consistency, but yeah, they're not gonna really get inside unless North Carolina gets into foul trouble. Uh I have Wisconsin though. I have Wisconsin. Uh next game, Villanova Winthrop. I have Nova. I'll be I, honest. I also have I Nova. Here. Uh Winthrop Really good mid-major. They score a lot of points. Uh, Do they have enough juice? I just don't think even, again, no Colin Gillespie. I don't think that matters. Same. Uh, another game that I don't think. Um, I Not much to talk about. Purdue, North Florida. I think Purdue. North Texas. Oh, North Texas. Yes. I can't read. I Pardon my correction. Uh, I, I, regardless if it was North Florida or North Texas, <laughs> Purdue still is going to be my winner. Yeah, yeah, I, I have Purdue as well. Um, next one might be a little interesting, but I got Tech. I also tech, have tech. tech over Utah State. I also have Tech. They again, they play that they play that tournament style or that 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 style that's, that's it, it's successful in the tournament. And they uh, also yeah. they're they're capable of beating. They're good enough to beat anybody when they play their best. True. Uh, next one, I heard a lot of people pick this as the upset. <sighs> Arkansas over Colgate. Colgate has what one loss this year? They're like yeah. twenty-four and one. No, they're fourteen and one. I have Just thoughts on trucks. this, but I'll let they're you finish. They're fourteen and one. <laughs> uh, I have Arkansas winning. It's because I think Arkansas. I know they didn't come out of the SEC, and Alabama did. But I think 
And then this might make no sense because they didn't come out. I think Arkansas is the best SEC basketball team when they play well. I I agree. They split with Alabama, by the way. Um, Arkansas is so good. They score a lot of points, and they play good defense. And also, don't forget, they won their last 12 games in a row before losing in the conference tournament. Um, okay, so here's the thing with Colgate, and I know everybody loves Colgate. So like, oh my God, they shoot so well, they score so many points. Wow, they're fourteen and one. You know how many teams Colgate has played this year? Fifteen, because you said they're fourteen and one. No, four. They're four and one. No, no, no. They are fourteen and one. But how many teams have they played this year on their schedule? Four. In the regular season, in their conference, they. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, that flew over my head. I thought you were just asking how many teams they played in general. I was like, oh, no. fourteen because they've won. Right. No. Okay. So the you, the uh, what are they? Are they the Patriot League? Yeah. They're Patriot or Colonial Patriot League. Okay. Patriot. So here's the thing. The Patriot League is broken up into divisions, three different divisions. That's whack. It is whack. So, if... There's let me not see even this. a lot of teams in the conference. No, either. there's not, so it doesn't make sense. But they played Army. They played Boston U. They played Holy Cross. Only Army has a winning record, folks. And then they played the tournament. And in the conference tournament, they played Boston U again. They beat Bucknell by 30. And then they beat Loyola Maryland in the tournament championship game. So I they played five different teams. My bad. But in, in the regular season, in the regular season, they played three different teams. Four different teams. I who they they haven't played anybody of substance. And they're running into Arkansas. There's no way they're gonna win this game. But Tim, they're super efficient. Sick. Good for them. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't You can't. You can't kick the crap out of your crap conference, and then go play the first good, literally the only good team you've played all season in a winner go home game, and and have me back you. No way. No way. But they beat Boston U seven five times this year, Tim. I don't care. Yeah, there. I. I just. I, I, yeah. There's no way Arkansas loses this. No, this is another one in which I'm, I'm like, I'm like, maybe not a million dollars certain, like zags, <laughs> but I'm like maybe like five hundred bucks to every listener certain that Arkansas is gonna win. Yeah, but in case Colgate does pull the upset, don't take me on that. Find them on Facebook. Hit them up. Um, nah, nah, nah. Uh, all right, seven ten game. This is another one that I I I look at it as. A fifty-fifty. I don't really know who to think of. I I I have Virginia Tech. Um. Yes, another conferences or uh, other conferences. I absolutely watch basketball. Just so you guys know, just the listener base out there, I watch Big Ten basketball and a little bit of Big Twelve basketball. But other than that, yeah, I don't watch a lot of other conferences. Yeah, to put that into perspective, I watch every conference. 
Yeah, so, so this one is kind of like, eh, who am I feeling? Especially I, I watched like the Florida's ACC. So, in the Big East. Kind of like Florida's color scheme. Vatek doesn't have oh. Buzz Williams anymore. Do you want me to tell you who Virginia has uh, wins and losses to? We'll they go beat, Florida, why not? Because you picked Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech beat Villanova. They beat Virginia. They beat Clemson. They lost to Louisville, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Syracuse. Florida lost to Alabama. They lost to Arkansas. They lost two out of three against Tennessee. They lost to Florida State. They beat West Virginia. They beat LSU. And they lost to Missouri. Yeah, I'm taking Florida then. All right. All right. I bet again, like that game. I don't. Yeah, that's that's just kind of a throw a dart at the board and see where it lands. But this one, the next game, folks, is Ohio Easy. State versus Oral Roberts. I'm pretty sure we both have Ohio State. Dwayne Washington, man, that guy's that guy's amazing. And then they have a guy named Suing on their team who is also quite good. And then uh, they got the two the two white guys who shoot threes. Not young. Young is a big guy. Well, the other no, guy young, sorry. Young can shoot threes, uh, but yeah, yes, he is a big guy. guy. But then they have the other white guy who has like that textbook, like Indiana release. Yeah, and, and he's a yeah. lefty. Uh, the last, the last. Oh sh! We didn't go on a clock. <laughs> no, you you went directly to the last region we were going to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just realized I was like, wait, you wanted to go clockwise. Um, we did not I did not go clockwise, folks. I apologize. No. We went down and then diagonally up and then back down again. Um that's cool but though. This game we're talking about is Illinois versus Strexel. Another one in which I will bet the house I'm living on that <laughs> Illinois wins. Yeah, I I thought Drexel would get better than a sixteen seed. I thought they'd get a 14 or a 15, but they're not going to win this game. Also, fun fact, uh, Drexel, I, I applied to go there for college. So that's that's my tie-in to them. Oh, well, there you go, Tim. Yep. There you go. Yep, I don't think you knew that. Um, this, I did not, but does this make the upset happen? Does no, that... definitely. No, my, my applying to them in 2014 and then subsequent not going there does not affect this game. You heard it here first. Okay, I guess. We know Tim doesn't. <laughs> you you heard it here first. Even though they're, they're, the, their court is sick, like the pattern on their court looks awesome because it's a dragon. Um, We're in a dragon. Dra- just Philly. geographical location. They're in Ohio, right? No, they're in Philly. Oh, okay. Uh, traditionally, good. I do not believe they're counted in the Big Five, but uh, that's also where the term the uh, City Six comes in. Okay. They are the uh, sixth school in Philadelphia. Good to know. Good to know. For some reason, I always thought they're like in... in mm-hmm. They're six? Not, not sh- like like Columbus, Ohio. No. <laughs> no. No. Or like um, Akron, you know? But right? that's not Akron. Who am I thinking for Big Five? I have no idea. Villanova, Penn, Temple, St. Joe's. Who's the other one? This is going to drive me insane. Do you know who I'm thinking of? Uh, no, I don't actually. I've never heard of this Super Six or S- LaSalle. It's LaSalle. That was yeah, that was going to drive too. Philadelphia. <laughs> wow, I'll <laughs> bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. The big five. 
But no, no. If you include Drexel in there, some people will refer to it as the uh, the City Six. As I say, that is the first time I've ever heard of that. So um, the more you know. All right, another next game, another interesting one. Uh, 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 everybody's backup team to root for. <clears throat> I think. Yes, yeah, Sister Mary Jane or Mary Jean? Is it Mary Jean? I think it's just Sister Jean. Sister Jean. Um, uh, yeah, Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech does not have Moses Wright. Moses Wright, ACC Player okay. of the Year. So they are a totally different team without him because he quite literally never gets subbed out. As I say, the thing is, I was going to pick Loyola Chicago before or with him playing. And now that he's out and he won ACC Player of the Year, I'm going still with Loyola Chicago. <laughs> that and uh, for the stat heads out there, Loyola Chicago number one in adjusted d- defense efficiency. Oh, I know you love that, Tim. Oh, yeah. I know you love oh, that. Yeah. Um, I'm not on the Bryson DeChambeau level of commitment to the math, but <laughs> it, it matters. Uh, all right, Tennessee, Oregon State. Oregon Wait, State. You, you have Loyola Chicago. Right? Yeah, yeah, I have Loyola Chicago. Okay. Uh, Oregon State, who only made made the tournament because they won the Pac-12 tournament by playing the opposite of how they did all season, uh, and by that I mean they played well. Um, I have Tennessee. Yeah, I did too. There's not much to say. I, it's another Georgia Tech or Georgetown situation where. They played so well to end the year. Yeah. I, I think like, this long break does not help them to keep the fire that was lit. I can so understand I think, if I people Tennessee. have this as an upset because they won out of two against USC, two out of three against Oregon, one out of two against UCLA. They beat Colorado once. It's like they're heating up at the right time, and Tennessee is definitely cooling off because Tennessee was a top 10 team for the first half of the season, and then they just kind of fell apart for a stretch. But Oregon State is still, I mean, yikes. But they made the tournament, so they have a shot, man. They got heart. (laughs) And that's what you say about teams when they have no chance. Yeah. Uh, Well, they got there. They had a good run up to it. Yeah, that or uh, they got Moxie. That's another empty compliment. (laughs) I swear Kellogg on uh, CBS. Oh, this team's got Moxie. Oh, so you, <laughs> you think they're bad? Yeah, you have no, you have no faith. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Next game, Oklahoma State Liberty. To me, this is another easy game. As long as Cuttingham plays for Oklahoma State, they will win this game. I agree. Although this is another popular upset pick because a lot of people like Liberty because they're twenty-three and five and they score a lot of points and they play good defense. But again. I- the number one pick in the draft next year is in this game. He he has single-handedly... No he what? No way he bows out in the round. No, no. He has single-handedly carried Oklahoma State to the record they have and the seed they have. Without him, they would not be nearly as good as they are. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't see them losing. They beat Oklahoma two games in a row. They beat West Virginia in the Big Ten tournament. They beat Texas Tech both times they played. They beat Arkansas. They split with Kansas. They beat Baylor in the Big 12 tournament. Like, but but that is all. Cade Cunningham is that good. They will not lose this game. No. All right. Uh, next game. I, another game I know nothing about. 
So I decided to go uh, San Diego State just because Syracuse has, I swear, been 11 seed for the past like six years. Yeah. Or so 10. They, they, yeah, dude. John Beeline. Or not John Beeline. Wow. Jesus, Jared. Wow. Shame. For shame. Wow. Jim Beheim. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, he should get fired. Oh. Hot take. Okay. No, you can't have growing up. You you remember this. Syracuse was a top 10 team every year. Every well, yeah, they were in contention for a one or a two every single season. And guess what? The older he has gotten, the worse they have got. Like, and I well, ever since they had a... He got them to new heights that they've never reached before but you you, you well know, ever since like uh, I always say, you gotta cut the umbilical cord sometimes that, and i think syracuse needs to do it this year that team that had tyler ennis as their point guard was the last like really good consistently team. really good syracuse team and since then they just haven't had it um you know what it is but you, i think it's People figure it out the damn two three matchup zone that he plays. Well, yeah, you wonder if it, it, that or if it's just if the two three doesn't suit the conference because because it, it it is very clear to see that that shift and how consistent they've been coincided with them moving to the ACC, which yeah. the ACC is predominantly their basketball. Most schools in the ACC are better at basketball than they are anything else, or at the very least, basketball gets taken more seriously than anything else. Besides Clemson, but yes, yeah, but uh, yeah, besides besides Clemson, um, basketball might even be behind baseball at Clemson. Um, True. I I have Syracuse just because. We'll talk about Clemson later. Syracuse is another. They're like the them in Michigan State cut from the same cloth. Two Hall of Fame coaches. They always have talent on their rosters, so you really can't ever count them out. Last time Syracuse made it to the Sweet Sixteen, I watched them play in person against Duke. Um, that was way too close of a game for it to be comfortable as a Duke fan. Um. But it's just one of those things. Like Syracuse, for the last like I don't know, six seasons, seven years, they're they're more they've underperformed. Like they they have more talent in their program. They're they're less than the sum of their parts. Is is really a good summation? Like they have the players. They're capable. They are capable of being able to get hot and make a run. We've seen it. They made the final four as what, a nine or a 10? A 10. No, uh, I think it was a 10. I think they were a 10 seed and they made the final four. With uh, That was a team that had Malachi Richardson who probably should have stayed. Yeah. But again, it's one of those where like, oh, if Malachi Richardson stays, then you can build on that success for another season. And, and like, maybe it's just different. Um... Yeah, I have Syracuse. Oh, the Cuse. Um, the Excuse next me. game. Sorry if I just game. went right into the mic. Um, You're good. Next game, we got <laughs> West Virginia, Moorhead State. And on this one, Tim, 
I will let you go first because I got to go pee. All right. Uh, I have West Virginia. Uh, I know that uh, I, they're a different team now with Bobby Huggins than they were three, four, five seasons ago when they were uh, more accurately referred to as Press Virginia. They don't really do that as much anymore, uh, which is interesting because like, high-tempo defensive pressure was like such a calling card of Huggins from when he was at West Virginia and Cincinnati and it's something it's a change that's kind of come about quietly and it's not something that you maybe necessarily would have expected given that they had some really good teams by playing that style but they still haven't hit the heights of the the 2010 team that had Deshaun Butler that made the final four when they beat Kentucky they, they, they have yet to replicate that sort of tournament success and that team was kind of built on the back of a, a dominant dominant scorer uh, in Deshaun Butler, but they also had that defensive component. But this current team, they score a lot of points. They're really good on offense. Um, but they also have uh, just this kind of streak of inconsistency. Uh, to their credit, they, they they gave Gonzaga the best game Gonzaga got all season. They they only lost by five, and they were winning that game at halftime. Uh, they split with Kansas. Baylor only beat them by five. They beat Texas Tech twice. They split with Texas. Um, but on the downside, you think they, they lost two out of three against Okie State. Florida beat them, and then Oklahoma swept them. Granted, in this specific scenario, they're playing Moorhead State, and they're they're definitely better than Moorhead State. They're going to cruise. They should cruise through this game unless Facts. unless something just comes out of nowhere. Um, I also yeah. have... Virginia, as I was gonna say, I think it's going to be a a snooze fest. I was going to say, I don't know how. Beat him by a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I I just very thoroughly covered West Virginia there. So, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, no longer press Virginia. They don't do that anymore. Um, no, but they got good, good. Yeah, they just kind of score a lot now. It's uh, different. Then we could go to the next game. Clemson Rutgers, seven ten. I have Rutgers. Same, and the reason I have Rutgers is for a reason. I have Maryland, in a one-off uh, game like this. Take the I Big Ten. You take the Big Ten. Also, because uh, they are the best conference, so they face better competition. Ron Harper Jr. True. Very good I'll- season. Clemson has kind of stumbled that uh, back half of the season. Yeah, I, they started out hot. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, Virginia beat them by thirty-five, and then Duke beat them by almost forty. Oh, yikes! Yeah, yeah. So they're not they're not reliable when it comes to facing the uh, your stronger teams. Yeah, Rutgers. Rutgers for sure uh and I don't know about you but in the last game of the tournament that we have talked about Houston over Cleveland State I got Houston big I also have Houston I'll save my thoughts on Houston for later (laughs) but I I have yeah um all right Gonzaga Oklahoma round of 32 Gonzaga that's Uh, I'm I'm rolling I'm rolling Gonzaga no need to 
Yeah. No need to really discuss that either. Um This one might get a little a little interesting. Uh Creighton versus Virginia for both of us. I have Creighton, but that's I just, do too. I was gonna say this is just I I'm operating under the Creighton. They start three seniors, two juniors. They have that experience. They have that leadership. Everybody can score. And it's Virginia. And and it's and, and again, it's if Creighton is going to win games in the tournament, the only way Creighton's winning games in the tournament is if they're scoring points. And if they're scoring points, the only team that I think in this region that could that would go in as a heavy favorite against them is Gonzaga. So, yeah, and and as I you just, said, it's Virginia, and Virginia just... Regardless of yeah. how bad Creighton plays versus Virginia, if this happens, regardless of how bad they play, they're still going to be in the game. Like, it will still be a close game yeah, yes, because yes. that's just how Virginia plays, regardless yeah. if you like to it That and uh, well, Sam, think- Sam Hauser is capable of scoring 20 points, 25 points. And and True. really really making it interesting, but I just I I, I can't see. Uh, I have watched Creighton enough to know that under McDermott they usually don't lay two massive eggs. No, not in a row. Back to back, or not their in a style. couple of games in in between. So I don't see Creighton losing to Virginia. Um, All right, baby. And the Jays roll. The Jays roll on. Roll Jays. Um, uh, USC Kansas in both of our brackets. Yep. I I think you agree with me. I I think Kansas is not that great. Uh yes. I'm going. I, I'm going Spart or not Sparty. I'm going the Spartans. That's US. just not not what they are. Um, the Trojans. Just yes. kidding. Holy buckets, boys. Jared's having a bit of an off night. Um, uh, I'm tired, folks. I apologize. Um, yeah, I, I have USC as well. Again, Evan Mobley, man. Yeah, he, yeah. he might. You could argue he might be most talented player in the uh, West region. Um, I would argue. Yeah, just in terms of yeah, raw, 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 pure raw talent. Yeah, I don't. I I would agree with that. Uh. uh one is a very easy pick. Uh, I think the Ducks stomp all over Hawkeye. Ooh, I have Iowa. Okay, I, have, I, I was going to say I was going to say this is uh, we we were mostly we were mostly the same for the round of sixty four, but we're we're about to see some differences. Yes, we are. Um, all right, so why why Iowa? I mean, I guess it's pretty they, obvious why Iowa, but they shoot a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes, but they, they shoot a lot of threes, but they don't run into the trouble that a lot of three-point uh, reliant teams do because they have Garza who just eats rebounds. and sc- like they're predominant, the, Their main score scores underneath, so they kind of have that leeway to, to really let it fly from the outside because you know you're going to get 25 from the post. And you're going to rebound a certain percentage of your misses, so, so your margin for error is greater. That being said, they have they they have two really good three point shooters on their team who very consistently make a lot of threes, Bohannon and Wieskamp. 
And Wieskamp's just hard to guard, dude. He's a wing player who's six foot eight. I like. I this is I was gonna say I I think Iowa has. I think they're too complete to lose that this early in the tournament. That being said, I think Oregon is a criminally underrated team and this game could be tight. I just don't think they'll be able to pull it out. I think so, this isn't uh, like, oh, Iowa by 20. It's like, I think Iowa's going to win by f- four. So my big my big thing on Iowa, watching them throughout the Big Ten, is... Um, this the support around Garza because, like you said, Garza is going to get twenty five and fifteen. Like that, that's just going to happen. Yeah, it's You're a guarantee. Um, but the support around Garza is very suspect it, at it, times. It can Not be. It can be contained. It can be contained. And I think with with the athleticism and the length that Oregon has. I think you could you could slow down Garza a little, and I think they're just they're more athletic than Iowa. So I yeah, think I say I, Iowa is just kind of a. I I would not describe Iowa as athletic, but they play that slowed down half court game. Yeah, and I was but gonna they say, shoot and, it so well that they score a lot of points. And, and based off that, I just you can like throughout the year. You can stop Iowa because you slow down guards. The rest of the team is not consistent enough. He, I think, on every day that or, or like every week, like you need or one-off games in the tournament, they're just not consistent enough where they can be a huge factor in every game. Like unlike Gonzaga, yeah. Like you no, know Suggs is gonna play well. You don't know Bo Hannon or Wieskamp is going to have a great game. They might, but you like they're so they have been so inconsistent this year at times, and and it and it makes Iowa really weak because they don't have uh, a lot of depth. Their you... starting five is their is their key, and if you go past their starting five, they're they're just they're just a weak. To me, they are a weak two seed. Even though they're in, the- I say even for being fourteen and six in the Big Ten. Yes, I'm uh, not high on Iowa. I know I, you're not. And it's not like my. It's not like I hate Iowa basketball. I just, it's. I, it, you it, get past Garza. There's no one. It, like it's it, Garza, the best player in the country, or yeah, stats. It, Stats suffer in the country, and then it drops off significantly. It is telling. They lost Gonzaga. They split with Ohio State. Michigan beat them by twenty-two, and Illinois swept them. So, like the best teams they played, they had their least success against them. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I- Iowa is perfectly capable of coming out flat. I'd agree. Um, so. Do we want to continue that? Yeah, let's let's do it the backwards way. Um, uh, Michigan LSU or St. Bonnie's, Tim, or St. Bonnie's, or or St. Bonaventure. Sorry, I was looking at your bracket, not mine. Yeah, I was gonna say I have um, Michigan versus LSU. Tim has Michigan versus the Bonnie's. St. Bonaventure. Bonaventure. I have Michigan. Without livers, Michigan yeah. is lost. Well, 
they're a totally different team because he's just so reliable and and then all of his especially just shooting from the perimeter stuff like that you can count on him and have a set level of expectation and when those shots get distributed out to other people who don't normally take them or don't shoot them as regularly you just can't count on the same production it's just yeah they're they're a way that being they're said, a way different team without him. But I, I still think they're better I'd than LSU slash St. Bonaventure. I'd agree. I still think Michigan wins. Um all right, Colorado, Florida State. I think this is an easy matchup personally. Colorado has a really good point guard, but Florida State, I think, is very under seed or every, yeah, every, seed. I think every year. Every year, Florida State gets shafted on their seed. And I think Florida State might make Got a it. surprise run this year, that too. That's probably like, not the best word choice. Um, it's all right. You hear me talk, dog. My word choice <laughs> in the seed. But, yeah, I think Florida State, I think they're in the perfect bracket to make a Final Four run. Oh, absolutely. I think they're in a week, 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 yes. week. If- any, any team any team that wasn't a one seed wanted to be in the east you wanted yeah. to be in the east if you weren't a one so i think i think that i think they can make a big run final four maybe natty maybe i do have a i do have them winning in one bracket but again depth depth and coaching yeah they just got dudes um awesome. all right dudes michigan yeah. state slash ucla against texas I have Sparty. Uh, UCLA is making it a game as as of time of recording. Three and a half minutes left in the second half. Michigan State seventy three, UCLA sixty nine. I was literally about to check that to see if I should change my mind, but no, (laughs) I should stick to it. Sparty, man. Uh, I have. You don't bet against Izzo. I have. uh, I have Texas. I have Texas. I don't really have thoughts on them. So, you know they're they're yeah. they're good. Yeah, they're good. Um, uh, so <clears throat> I guess we and then next game is Maryland slash UConn versus Alabama. Yep. I don't know about you. I don't think I don't think any UConn and or Maryland beat Bama. No, I have Alabama. Same. All right. Uh, all right. Baylor against North Carolina slash Wisconsin. Uh, I think this is another Baylor. This is I this think. is this is this is going to be divisive. I have Wisconsin. Jesus. No, do I? Do I? I? Know, no, I don't. I don't. You shouldn't if you do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I well, the thing about Wisconsin is like Baylor doesn't play the greatest defense in the world, and Wisconsin plays really good defense, and yeah. their offensive efficiency is really good. Oh, you and your efficiency. Uh, no, I got Baylor. I have Baylor. Same. As I said, to me, there's not. I, I right. think Baylor. I think you go. There's four teams, realistically, I think this year that could win it. And Baylor is one of those four. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, I, uh, Villanova versus Purdue. I have, uh, I have Purdue. Same. Oh, easy enough. 
easy enough. I think Purdue is underrated. I think they're seated in a good like I I I think that four a four seed is where they should be. Maybe a five, but they're they're good. And it's just it's painter every year. They're just a solid team. There's not a lot of weaknesses. No, that you can see every year with Purdue, and they they're just a good unit. They are consistent, and they don't usually play or have off days. No, you they do not beat themselves. You have to you have to earn it. Yeah. Um. Right. Texas Tech versus Arkansas for both of us. I have Arkansas. It's hard for me to go against Red Raiders, man. I was gonna say you're you're you you love Texas Tech. Let's two years ago I had Texas Tech in the final when they played. You had them winning the national championship, and they almost they did. did. They, they they did. they just a lot of people gave me looks for that, and I was like, trust me. I think this is a worse team, obviously, than that because oh, they're yeah. sixty-two. They don't have Culver. That dude was a monster. No, he was insane. Do I do I want Texas Tech? Based off, I've watched them more than Arkansas. I'm going Tech. All right, all right. There's an upset pick. Uh, say so I already had that penciled in for you, so I don't have to change that. Um, all right, Florida. Slash Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Do we both have Ohio State? Yeah, I think Ohio State's just yeah. Ohio good. State's really good. Um, all right, Illinois Loyola Chicago. I don't know how you're leaning because I know you love Illinois Chicago. I have Illinois by a lot. I think this will be a way closer game than most people think, but that's just because Loyola Chicago plays such good defense. They shoot the ball really well. Crutwig, Cameron Crutwig, maybe the most underrated. He's a third-team All-American, but he still might be the most underrated player in the country just for the fact that no one knows who he is. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he plays for a mid-major team. Um, he's such an incredible. He, the, what a good passing big guy. Big guy. He can step out, hit the mid-range jumper. Reliable score underneath. Dude rebounds really well. Plays great defense. He, he he does not have flaws in his game. Um, you'd wonder how they'd handle how he'd handle going up against Kofi Coburn because Kofi Coburn's a monster. I've never seen a dude He's, that's seven foot two eighty five that, that could jump the, as high as he does. Yeah, or just be that ripped. Um, yeah, in college. But like you wonder how Illinois' defense would do because because Loyola Chicago and I, I, we were talking about this uh, off the pod uh, yesterday. And I was talking about how a lot because I wa- I made a concerted effort to watch them play this year just so I could get a good handle on like what they do. They shoot the three really well, which is not surprising because they're a Mo Valley team. Um. But then, like, they bring Crutwig a lot, like, 15, 16, 17 feet away from the basket, and they move their offense through him around the high post, top of the key. It's like you wonder how Illinois would defend that with Coburn having to come that far out, or if they just give Crutwig the space to shoot. I I think this game hinges on how Illinois approaches defending Crutwig. 
because if you give him space, he's going to do damage. If you get up tight on him and you slack off on other guys, they could hit a bunch of threes and stay in it. Obviously, Io is going to get his usual numbers because he's the best player on the floor by far. Uh, I, I think Illinois is going to win, but I, I think it'll be. I, I think this game could be hotly contested. And I have the opposite opinion. The only reason, so like, in my opinion, you take the post players, they'll even themselves out. In my opinion, they're just as good as each other. If not, Kruckwig is a little better than uh, Kofi Coburn. He's just more complete. But I think, I think, so like, regardless of how you go, Ayo Dosumu, having him on the floor. He's so good. Yeah, I was like, this is a game no where he could very well stop. score thirty-five points. Yeah, I but was at the same say, time, you're not gonna stop. At the same time, though, it's you have number one defense in the country, so it's like, what, what if, what if they come out and they just put the clamps on everybody except for Io? So it doesn't matter how many points he scores. I, it's, it, I say, to me, it's such a fascinating matchup. I, I agree with you. I think Illinois will win. It's just, I, I'm unsure of what the margin's gonna be. Yeah, it's probably going to be closer than what I said. I, it probably won't be a thirty-point blowout by Illinois. Jesus. I'm just huge. I'm just huge on Illinois. Um, it'll probably be a close game, like ten points. Um, but I just, I, I have a hard time seeing Loyola Chicago beating, beating them. But obviously, I've been wrong before, and I probably will be wrong. Um. Not saying this pick, but <laughs> all right, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Uh, this one for me is not like easy, easy, but I, I just give it to the best player on the court because I think I think if you look at both teams, you take out Cunningham, I think they're very even, we match, and they're just as good as each other. But then you throw Kate Cunningham in there, and I think you give it to the best player on the court. So I go Oklahoma State. I have Oklahoma State as well. I think Tennessee is the better team overall in terms of just how balanced they are top to bottom. But but again, having Cade Cunningham, I think, gives Oklahoma State the edge because you have a guy who is so good. He can go score 30 points against anybody. True. Like, it is so obvious to see how much better he makes them. I, I, I think that'll put him over the edge. Um, all right. West Virginia against San Diego State for you, Syracuse for me. I think it's an easy West Virginia. Just because I um, their post play this year, I think is the best interior I've ever seen West Virginia have, I'd argue. Mm-hmm. Their guard play, they usually have insane guards. This year, I think they're they're a little lacking, but I think on the inside, McBride, man. What's his first name? I don't know. Um, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. I just don't know on first name basis. This is gonna kill me again. Mister McBride, Tim. We'll call him that. Uh, Miles McBride. 
but yeah, I think I think West Virginia beats San Diego State and or Syracuse. Uh, I agree. I have them as well. Um, all right, last game round of thirty-two, Rutgers Houston for both of us. I'm so tempted to go Rutgers. Do it. Uh, Let it rip. Of Big Ten, but I, I I gotta go with the Cougars. I also have Houston. Um, but time may be running out for them in my bracket. I'd agree. Uh, it might be quite short. Uh, the clock is ticking on them. Um, all right, Sweet 16 Just, game. Before we get into Sweet 16, update for everyone that's potentially watching this. I know you might not like to hear this. Game is tied. Michigan State is tied. Game is tied. Seconds left. change. But I feel like I got to commit to Michigan State. And if not, I'll yeah. commit to the Bruins. Well, if you de if you decommit from your Michigan State pick now, then you give them the bad karma. Yeah, I know, I know, I, I can't. Um, I can't. Uh, but yeah, sweet sixteen or no? Yeah, sweet sixteen. Let's just continue with Gonzaga. Start with Gonzaga. Verge Creighton on both of ours, and I hate to say it to you, Tim, being a big, big Creighton fan. No way they beat Gonzaga. No, I have Gonzaga. They are just too good of a basketball team. Gonzaga. Gonzaga is just the best team in the country. Yeah, plain and simple. Um, uh, one of them, but better than Creighton. <laughs> Cert- certainly. Um, um, you. Yeah, you hit Gonzaga. Next game, we have USC versus Iowa or Oregon. I have beating USC. Why? I can't tell you, but I just do. Dana Altman, man. He's been to the Final Four. He could get them there not get them there again this year, but he could get them pretty far. You have Oregon going far. Uh, yeah, I, you know, going into this, Tim, would I usually have, have I ever had Oregon in my Elite Eight and the three, four other brackets I've done? No. I just, you know, I, I don't know. I've never seen USC play this year. So I'm basing it just off of what I've seen, and I've seen Oregon, and I saw them beat Oregon State, and they are athletic. So I picked them? I don't know. There's not much logic to mine. I'm just kind of, you know, going with the gut. And that usually gets me pretty far. I have USC beating Iowa. Ooh. Because I, 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 for, for me, for me, this is where this, you have Iowa running out, running out of gas in the round of 32. I haven't running out of, I, I, I think it might take everything they got to beat Oregon. And I, I, I think USC has, they have the better, the more talented center in this game. And guards, when, whenever Iowa plays a team that has an elite center, guards have struggles. Uh, I, I think this is the game. I think this is the game Iowa runs out of gas. USC upsets them and makes it to the Elite Eight. Okay. Our next game, we both have Florida State, Michigan. And I think we alluded to who we're going to pick when we talked about it before 
but I'm going Florida State over Michigan. Uh, me as well. I was going to say, I, I think it's no secret how much you both of us like Florida State. Yeah, and the fact – now, if Michigan had livers, I think that makes it quite a good game. Oh, yeah. And yeah, very different. Way, way more interesting, and maybe I would then pick Michigan. And yeah. we don't know if he's out for the whole tournament. Let's just – let's say that right now. It's a stretch fracture, and it was day-to-day last time I checked. Um, so we don't know if he's going to play. Maybe he won't, but if it's a stretch fracture – from my experience, that it, it's not like he's not going to heal it up in a week. It will take longer. No, unless they, uh, unless the uh, the training staff really works some magic there. Yeah. So even with him, I think I'd still take Florida State to be honest. But I think that that would make the game quite interesting. And a toss-up for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have Florida State as well. Again, depth, athleticism, Leonard Hamilton. Enough said. Um. All right. I have Texas, Alabama. You have maybe not Michigan State anymore. Yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Going to overtime, folks. Going to overtime. Um, I, I, I have... Uh, I have Alabama. Yeah, I was going to say, regardless of what happens between UCLA... Oh my god, that shot almost went in. It did. I was... (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) Uh, I think regardless of what happens between UCLA and Michigan State, whoever they play, I think Bama wins. Yep. I have Bama beating Texas. Um, All right. South region. Baylor against Purdue for both of us. I I got Baylor. This this might be my my like my big upset. I have Purdue. Ooh ooh, is it the Big Ten factor? It, it, it's it's the Big Ten factor, and and as we you you alluded to earlier, Purdue you you got to earn it to beat them. They're so solid. They do everything well. They have really good individual players. They got good big guys. Uh. Ivy, their two guard, that guy's amazing. Uh, I believe he went to La Lumiere in north of Indianapolis, which is one of those high schools that just like churns out players. Yeah, I was gonna say premier, uh, premier basketball school. I, I I think Purdue because think about it, Purdue last couple of tournaments. Carson Edwards, Purdue, that team went toe-to-toe with an incredible Virginia team and should have won that game. Purdue is afraid of nobody. They they, they they have no fear. They come into every game seeing themselves on equal ground as whoever they're playing. It doesn't matter. And they they play that way. It, it There is a reflection of that in the way they play. Uh, I, I think Purdue will be too much because I, I, I think Baylor, you have the long COVID layoff. You're a little shaky coming back. You lose to an Oklahoma State team that you're way better than, and then you have like a week and a half, a week of not playing, a week and a half of not playing. And you just have to think about that. It's like I, and and you know maybe North Carolina, Wisconsin gives them a tough game in the round of 32, and I I I I think Purdue is one of those teams that can beat them. So I I got that. That's like my big upset pick. Purdue beating Baylor in the Sweet Sixteen. I was gonna say I could I could see that. Um, 
All right. But just just also for on the Purdue front, let's say watch out for Travion Williams. That dude's a stud. He's a he's their center. He's their starting center. That yeah. dude. He he that never gets talked about because the Big Ten just has big guys after big guys that are really good. But watch out for him because he could he he's one dude that if he's high he could put up twenty five and ten, and would be a huge huge factor in a game like versus Baylor. All right, our next matchup. I have Texas Tech versus Ohio State. Tim is Arkansas versus Ohio State. I have Ohio State. I do too. I think they're just too complete of a team. To lose that game. Yeah, they're the way I described them last year. Last season's Ohio State team, good at everything, not great at anything. This 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 season's Ohio State team is great at pretty much everything. Like they 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 hit that next level pretty much in all aspects of their game. They can play anybody, hang with anybody, beat anybody. On the flip side, though, they do have what nine losses, eight losses. So they they are beatable. Yeah, and they had a bad stretch towards the end of the year where they lost like three out of four. They did. But I, th- what they showed in the Big Ten tournament, I oh they yeah with the with the exception of the uh, an almost collapse against Purdue, yeah reinvigorated my my not passion but belief that they can go far because they're just a good 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 team. Alrighty. Uh, Midwest, Sweet 16. Illinois, this Oklahoma State for both of us. Obvious. Illinois. For me, at least. Oh, yeah. Me as well. Me as well. Not sure we you have get... to talk about that much more. No, I was going to say, even if you want to, IU could cancel out Cade Cunningham, and then you still have Kofi in the middle. And yeah, no who does for... Oklahoma State have to stop him? All right. This one for me is easy. West Virginia versus Houston. I'm taking the Mountaineers. Me as well. All right. I'll finally give my thoughts on Houston. Houston <laughs> is it's like, oh my God, they're so good. They win all these games. Quentin Grimes scores and he's amazing. He does score a lot. He is a really good player. Yeah, there's a reason he was a five star who went to Kansas. That being said, Houston's racking up wins against in, in in a bad basketball conference Tulane in the American and miss. they didn't even did they even win the regular season championship in the American or did Wichita State win it but that being Wichita said State. a team as good as Houston shouldn't even have to be in that position where they're tied for first place in a conference that bad yeah like, 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 Wichita State was the one too they are Houston is and this is not an original thought uh, I heard Mark Titus say this 
and I th- thought this is a better way to describe it than I could have thought of myself. He said that they are like Gonzaga, mid two thousands Gonzaga. Their conference is weak. They have really good players. Excuse me. So they win a lot of games and their record looks great. But they don't play anybody of substance. So they get to the tournament, they get a high like they they're they're they look like they are more than the sum of their parts. But it it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors because they, they don't actually really get tested. Um like here are their big games. They beat Texas Tech by 10, by 11, sorry, by 11. That's their best win. They split with Wichita State. They beat Boise State by 10, who missed the tournament. They're in the NIT. They beat Memphis by three, also in the NIT, and they beat SMU twice. That's just not even in the same galaxy as other teams in the tournament that are lower seeds than them and are probably, in my eyes, much better than them. It's just they don't play teams that can beat them, so they win a lot of games. Yeah. And and as a consequence, they're gonna be they're they're going to be ranked in the top ten because they had their twenty four and three. It's like they're going to be ranked high because no one in their conference can beat them except Wichita State. That was I've never heard someone compare them to Gonzaga from like the early twenty two thousands slash twenty ten. That's a very accurate representation of where this used yeah, like, to like Adam Morrison era Gonzaga, who are they good? Yes. Are they at that elite level? No. Granted, Gonzaga is very clearly in the elite level now, but for all of the 2010s, they made Gonzaga, credit to them, like they made a concerted effort for every single season. Their non-conference road schedule was brutal. Brutal. Like road games at top 10 teams. Like two or three road games against top ten teams, and they'd host a top fifteen team. Like just, but 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 they have to do it. You got to do it if you want to get that credibility and legitimacy. But it's helped Gonzaga that like St. Mary's has, like St. Mary's and BYU have both kind of established themselves as good teams that are tournament caliber. The American doesn't have that. With the exception of Wichita State, but Wichita State has just become so average. Yeah, I was going to say, they... And and it's weird to say this. I think they were... like Wichita State was a better team in the Missouri Valley than in the American Conference. Oh, I, I absolutely conference, but like like even in the tournament, like when when they were, when they had that like four year stretch, you did not want to play them, even though they're in the Mill Valley. Like if you matched up with them, they were gonna grind you. Well, yeah, pre pre uh, pre Creighton to the Big East, Wichita State to the American when 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 they were the two teams battling it out. Mo for Valley. the Mo Valley title every year, there was like a three, four year stretch there where you did not, they were not a team you wanted to see. No. Me, either, either of them. 
And now that they moved to the American, I'm like, I, I would not be afraid of Wichita State. No, neither would I. Well, hell, they just lost today, so obviously. Um, yeah, to a Mo Valley team. Um, but anyway, West Virginia. I think Houston. I think Houston is the biggest pretender in the field. Preach. <clears throat> All right, Elite Eight. We both have USC Gonzaga. No, we don't. We have Oregon. Or oh, you I have, have Oregon? Oregon. You have Oregon. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I marked that down wrong. It's all right. It's no, all right. I didn't. I marked it down right. I was looking at my bracket, not yours. Um, Guys, very official what we're doing here, okay? I, I've uh, had a long day. I, <laughs> I got a migraine earlier today, and I couldn't. I just couldn't see. So, cut me slack, long. people. But we, okay, in Elite Eight game, I have Gonzaga versus Oregon, just to reiterate has Gonzaga versus USC. I still think Gonzaga goes through. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way, in my opinion, USC and or Oregon can compete with Gonzaga for 40 minutes. No, no way. Because, uh, look at it this way, Gonzaga, four of their five starters were on the the finalist list, which means the last five players for the national award at their position. So if you just look at that from what that means... Four of their five starters are one of the five best players at their position in all of college basketball. What other team even comes close to that? <laughs> yeah, as I say, I'd, picking Gonzaga this far might be the easiest thing I've done in a very long time. Uh, the it's next easier game, than waking up and that happens automatically. Uh, yeah, hell. Some might say picking Gonzaga is easier than waking up. <laughs> Even though it is automatic. Well, that's that's because they both are. Um, all right, Florida State, Alabama. Where, uh, For this one, why did I rack my brain? I'm still, I don't know. I, I, okay, never mind, I'm going. I think I, <laughs> I picked Florida State on this. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I I have Florida State as well. They just do everything so well. And they they just they're just so tough. Cuz they can score a lot of points, they can also grind out wins. They play good defense. I they just they're so good. And Alabama's really good too, but I I think it's hard for your three-point reliant teams to get far and Alabama relies on the three a lot more than Florida state does. And the surprising thing is you might say, well, Tim Gonzaga shoots a lot of threes. They don't shoot as many threes as you'd think. A majority of their shot attempts come from inside the arc and they score way more twos than they do threes. So don't at me on that. I've watched almost every game they've played this year. Cause I'm up till 1am doing homework. But that being said, Florida state, I think will beat Alabama. Yeah. As they said, you pretty much said it all. They're just, the more complete team in my eyes, even though they're a lower seat. Um. All right. Uh, Alita, you have Baylor, Ohio State. I have Ohio State and Purdue. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I think Baylor is. I think they're a good team. 
And throughout the first half of the season, I truly thought they were going to go undefeated. I'm but pretty like, sure I know where this is going. As I say, like when we, because you and me talked about roughly last night, our thoughts. And you can see that many teams has, they have found the chink in Baylor's armor. The back half of the year, because now they have three losses. So they aren't this this undefeated, this Goliath that we thought they once were. And and this literally comes down to the Big Ten basketball conference. I think Ohio State beats Baylor in mine. I, yeah, I can't really disagree with that because I had Purdue beating Baylor in the round before this. <laughs> um, I have Purdue beating Ohio State. Oh, okay. I have Purdue, okay. Purdue to the Final Four, <laughs> which uh, I'm laughing because I, yeah, I, I will, I will acknowledge how ridiculous this, that, that sounds. Uh, Purdue to the Final Four. Too. <laughs> I just, uh, you can put that one and you can write that in pen. Confidence, Tim. Uh, all right, Illinois, West Virginia. Uh, I think we're both. Uh, yeah, we know we're. Yeah, we're going. both. We're both Illinois here. Um, yeah, not much to say either. I just I think Illinois, in my opinion, based off conference, I think Illinois is the best team in college basketball. Uh, a uh, quick side thing: we we bad bad news for your bracket, Jared. Already, <laughs> Yo, UCLA is gonna go you to see- the. U, U, yeah, UCLA is uh, 86, Michigan State 80 with three and a half seconds left in overtime. Well, uh, for how prideful I am, even though I thought Michigan State was going to win the game, I will still pick UCLA over Texas <laughs> and UCLA over BYU. Hey man, I, ne- neither of us, we, we both... We highly rate Mick Cronin. Both of us have we we think of him highly. Yeah, but this is this is one of those UCLA teams. In three years, UCLA will be a one or. Oh, a they're going to be good. They're going to be good. They're not there that yet this year. And considering I thought Michigan State was going to win the game, that tells you what I initially thought of this UCLA team. And since I had Michigan State that far, I feel like I'm just obligated to make UCLA go that far. And if they do, I might of our generation. Just throwing it um, out. All right. Final four. Yeah. So we both have we, – we have three of the same teams, which honestly surprises me. You know, going through this um, whole bracket, we, we did not differentiate between ours very often. That's I thought – I thought we'd pick more. I thought we'd pick different teams, but we were pretty, pretty. Well, yeah, I I was gonna say the the Big Ten is just head and shoulders the best conference, so I have to respect them more than I usually do. True. So I usually make fun of them for being just insanely slow half court based with no excitement. (laughs) Um, but they're really good this year, so you just kind of have to roll with them. And the ACC is just not. Um. Florida State Gonzaga. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, but I I think it's the Zach. I, I, I have Gonzaga as well. Because people, Gonzaga has depth as well. Like, they have good depth. But they have the best starting five as well. They easily have the best starting five. They have, God, they're just, they they don't have depth quite like Florida State, but they have enough enough depth for that to, to, to kind of be a nullifying factor. And Gonzaga has, they might have the best, at like four of the five starting positions, maybe all five, Gonzaga has the better player. I would agree. And I will just throw this out there. This might be the first year since what 76, 78. I think I think Gonzaga can truly uh go undefeated. Yeah, 75-76 uh Indiana with Quinn Buckner. It, it would not I, I would say if Gonzaga wins, it will not surprise me if they do in real life before we're doing a bracket. They are just, I think, by far one of the most like. There's, like I said, four teams. I think can win it, and obviously, my final four are obviously the four teams that I think could win it. But yeah, I think Gonzaga and this other team that they're going to play in the championship game are the two best teams in the country. Um, if, yes, if we're both. We keep throwing in there. If Gonzaga played in the Big Ten, I think these two teams would have similar records. That's it. I, th- I believe we also agreed during that discussion, that we, which I think we had the discussion ye- uh, yesterday, and we were talking about ideas for this. I, I believe we also agreed Gonzaga would win the Big Ten this year if they played in the Big Ten this year. Yes. Like, but very, very clearly, very clearly not be undefeated. They would lose games. Um, but they Congrats. would... Get him. We know that. Oh yes, uh, yeah. That that tough. Uh, it's like yeah, you can beat Illinois primetime on a on a Saturday afternoon on CBS, but can you beat Nebraska on a Tuesday night in Lincoln in January? That's yeah, the, that's the question. Or, 20, or 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 Penn State at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday in February. Those at, are Penn, the at Penn State, that's that's the big question. I would agree. Um. So yeah, we both had Gonzaga. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Tim's final other final two are Purdue versus Illinois. I have Ohio State versus Illinois. The other team I alluded. I'm pretty sure you would gather throughout me picking my bracket is Illinois. So I have Illinois in the final. Uh, I do too. Even though I have, the, I was going to say, Purdue to the national, I'll acknowledge that having them in the final four is a bit out there. Purdue in the national championship game, that's crazy talk. No. Uh, <laughs> that's just not going to happen. No. Um, imagine, imagine Purdue. Also, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Go go ahead. Go ahead. We had the same teams in the final too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I normally we're we don't agree this much. Um three of the final four, and then we both had Baylor losing. Yeah, I just have them losing one round earlier than you do. 
insane. This could either be great minds think alike or, or we're, we're really dumb. Or, yeah, collectively we're idiots. Um, so who who you got, Tim, in the ship? I have Gonzaga. See, this is where we're different. I have Illinois. This is the only bracket. Well, I have Illinois in most of mine. But I, I think... I'm winning all of mine. I, I, I have them winning all of mine. Uh, most of mine. I have them winning most of mine. I'll, I'll take Gonzaga in this one. Part of it's just, uh, again, I think Gonzaga is the best team in the country. I'll also take them so we don't have the same exact pick. Um, <laughs> but I'll justify my reasoning. Gonzaga has three All-Americans. Kispert, Suggs, Drew Timmy. Uh, you can make the argument that, well, have they? They haven't done Player of the Year yet. Um, no, I know the Conference Players of the Year. Kispert's West Coast Conference Player of the Year, very much deserved. Um, it, the thing about Gonzaga is they got five guys in their team that can score twenty points on any given night. Uh, and Ayayi being the fourth, um, and then Andrew Nemhard, transfer from Florida, being the fifth. That guy, every now and then, that guy will come in. He's their sixth man off the bench. He'll come in and he'll play a lot of minutes, and he'll score like twenty-two, and he'll have a great game. Um, Gonzaga has the big guy to counter Kofi all around. There's an emphasis there on all around. All around, I think they have better guard play than Illinois. But a lot of that is because it's veteran guard play, not including Suggs, but the re- everybody else, veteran guard play. They're experienced. And it, again, it goes back to, they for, for most of the season, they were averaging 97 points. That's that is insane. Ninety-seven points in a forty-minute game. Just think about how many points that is to average. That. I'm gonna say you're more than two. Uh, that's minute. that's nuts. That is nuts. Granted. Uh, they haven't played a team as good as Illinois, but that's because Illinois, I think, is the second best team in the country. Um, but every good team Gonzaga has played, they've handled them. The only team that gave them a tough time was West Virginia, which I talked about earlier while Jared was peeing. Um, they were down a halftime to West Virginia, but they came out. And they, they took care of business. They got the lead. They held on to it. And they they saw it through. And, and you might say, oh, is the West Coast Conference championship game cause for concern against BYU? I, I would say no. That only, to me, reinforces the, the notion that they can go undefeated. BYU comes out in that game absolutely on fire from three. They can't miss a shot. They have 50-plus points in the first half. How many points did they score in the second half of that game? 
They didn't even score 30. They were held to the 20s. Gonzaga came out in the second half of that game, knocked down shots, put the clamps on on defense. They didn't panic. They didn't panic. They just righted the ship, put the clamps on them. They were patient. They did their. They just went about their business, and they just got it done, and they ended up winning comfortably. And having been to a national title game already, you you don't have that pressure of over oh, here for the first time. There's still the pressure to win it, obviously, but Illinois will feel that as well, given that they've made it to one national title game, also, uh, and lost. The uh, what was that? Darren Williams, Illinois with D Brown. Lost to North Carolina? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, is, I, so I, I think the pressures will be the same for both teams. And I, I think Gonzaga just... I think Gonzaga is more complete and, and when it comes to overcoming mistakes or finding ways to win when you're not playing your best, like it... I, I think Gonzaga is is the more likely of the two to do so. At the same time, though, it's like Illinois has, I would say, the most dynamic guard in the whole country in Io. And they have, uh, they, they have the inside-out game. Um... Coburn's a more physical big guy than Drew Timmy. Timmy's better stepping away from the basket than Coburn is. So there's there's kind of an interesting contrast of style there. But Timmy is very capable in the post uh, as well. Um, I think this game will depend a lot on how well Jalen Suggs does. And then... If Illinois can contain Corey Kispert, then I think they'll win. I'm just not sure that'll happen because he's so efficient and he's so automatic. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm pretty sure I just talked for like seven minutes. Hey, I was just going to let you continue. Um, so I think you mentioned that that BYU game reinforces the idea that Gonzaga's the best team in the country, but I, I agree with a lot of other people. I think it, it it shows many people that they're not untouchable like they have been throughout the year because throughout the year they, they steamrolled many teams. Like they, they beat Iowa by what? 11. 11. That, that game, like we mentioned earlier, was a 20-point game for most of it, for 35 minutes of it, 30 to 35 minutes. So, like, they dominated thoroughly Iowa. Um, but I think, like, like you said, I think that BYU game just shows people that they, they aren't this just unbeatable, like, you're not going to beat them. Yeah, there's, there, there, there is a way. There, there is a way. And two, as I said, they both have the same amount of first-team All-Americans. What, one right one they both have one yeah um, it's Io and Crispert and Gonzaga just has one more second team All American compared to Illinois Kofi Coburn is on the second team and then it's Suggs and Timmy 
are the other two for Gonzaga. So, like, yes, Gonzaga probably does have the best starting five. Not probably. They do have the best starting five. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't dispute that. But I, I think... I, I just... It's if- hard for me to then look at this game and not bring it back to who Illinois has played throughout the year. Like, cause and maybe I am bringing this up a lot because I'm maybe biased cause Nebraska is in the big 10, but I think a lot of, a lot of people, whenever they make brackets overlook at the conference and how good it is in general. Cause you're always like, Kofi Coburn's going up against Luke Garza twice. Kofi Coburn's going up against Dickerson, who's one of the better freshman centers in the country for Michigan. Like the players that this and, uh, is going up against every week. Who did Purdue's big guy? Um, Williams. Uh, so, like the amount of good talent. And really good players that Illinois is playing every week. Not every week, granted, you get a bye week with Nebraska. But heck, that Nebraska almost beat Illinois. And Penn State. And Penn State. So I just I think this year specifically, because undisputed the Big Ten is the best basketball conference. And you there's no other arguments I think you can make. Of the just top level players, I think you can't go past Illinois because I think a lot of players are going to cancel them out. I think Suggs is going to cancel out. What it to me, what it really is, is going to be Illinois' three rest of their lesser starters. I don't know. I don't want to say lesser starters. They're three other musketeers. We'll, we'll throw them in together like that. So Io's going to get his stuff. Kofi's going to get his stuff. Same for Gonzaga. It's going to be it's going to be a game of the uh, Crispert, in my opinion. Is it Crispert or Chris? Kispert. Kispert, I apologize. It's going to be Kispert, the other dude, and the other dude, versus <laughs> the other dude, the other dude, and the other dude for Illinois. I say, in that matchup, I like Gonzaga, but I, you also never know because, uh, to to your credit, to your credit, at this point in the season, Illinois has regularly seen better, significantly higher level talent, more recently than Gonzaga. Yes, that is fact. But I think I think this is if they could both get there. I think this national title game is going to be one of the best ones we've seen in a very, and not in a very long time. Yeah, not but the. I mean, it's, it's going to be like overtime. The UConn Butler, like fifty-one to fifty, just or brick the, city. Uh, North Carolina, uh, Villanova. Villanova comes down in three seconds and drains the three. Like I think it's going to be that level of good. Oh, that was an amazing title game. Yeah. I, and yeah, and I think I think Illinois is gonna win, but 
if Gonzaga wins, will I be shocked? No, because I think those two are clearly the two best in the country. I'd agree. We got a score, though. What, what score are you going? Um, I'll go 78-73. Okay. What about you? I think it's... I want to say high, but I feel like it's going like I feel like Gonzaga is gonna change how they play, and they're gonna play more of a defensive game. So I oh. think it's, it's Would... gonna be like a sixty to no sixty-five to sixty. I I will say this: Gonzaga plays uh, statistically. Gonzaga plays the fastest-paced uh, game in the country. But I think Illinois will change that too. Uh, they could. I think they're gonna slow it down. Because if you watched, uh, did you watch the Gonzaga BYU game? I watched the whole game. As I say, B, to me, Gonzaga changed how they played a little in the second half. Yeah, you could tell that they played with. Uh, it kind of tightened it up. Yeah. And it wasn't just like. There's a little more. Yeah, there's a little more purpose behind everything. Yeah. So, um, just so you guys out there, those are who we think are brackets, and that's who we think is going to win it all. Go far, final four. And realistically, we probably will have one of us have a perfect bracket, just throwing that out there. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so we're going to come back after the uh, round of 32. And, and and see uh, how smart or dumb we were, and then we'll we'll talk about how smart or dumb, probably dumb, uh, we were making picks. Uh, and then we'll do the same after the elite eight, and then uh, Daddy. and then the national championship game. So, uh, but it, but if. If we look like geniuses and all these teams that we think are going to win, win. We're going to heap praise on ourselves. Don't think twice. Oh, yeah. I will we'll, make we, sure. We'll talk about how smart we are. We're not afraid to do it. Nah. We're dude. not above it. We we're not above it. Um, yeah. So uh, that'll be recorded next week. Uh, and we decided what we're going to do now. Uh the way the way we're going to end our shows for the foreseeable future, uh, and this was Jared's idea, we're going to do just for for all you ASMR people out there, we're going to do a little bit of an ASMR segment at the very end for you. Uh, Jared, feel free to lead lead us into that. Uh, before we start that, you guys do not. If you don't like this, you don't have to listen. You could kick click off now because all that's going to happen is like five minutes of ASMR sounds, and that's about five it. minutes. Oh, it's going to okay, be like 30, maybe, 30 maybe, seconds. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe 30 Cause seconds. Because I say, this is ASMR from two people who are not into that. <laughs> yeah, I hate it, but I figured, why not? We'll see if the people like it. All right, all right, let it rip. Oh, God. We're really bad. I'm really bad at this, folks. I can't. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm no, scratching. No, fully, fully commit. Fully commit. <laughs> Uh, ah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
So there you go, folks. That is our 30-segment ASMR section. Please, if you like it, comment, subscribe. Oh, wait, that's not a... No, but uh, in, in all right, guys, uh, please tell us if you actually do like the ASMR segment. We can take that out. Yeah, we can, have, we can absolutely... We can stop doing it or we can keep doing it. We're not really glued on doing it or not doing it, so feedback would be the best yeah if you want to hear jared swallow his mic vote for it <laughs> um yeah anyways uh thank you very much for listening and uh we'll, Podcast, we'll yeah more we'll, frequently yeah we'll catch up soon this is go tag us